Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad you're tuning in with us because we have a great show for you today. I can't believe it's November 13th to 19. The year is drawing to a close, and we've had a great year of guests. We have a returning guest, Dr. Julia Gatza, and today we're going to talk about tips to beat belly bloat and heartburn. So why don't you come on, come on aboard? <laughs> Welcome, Julie. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me on your show, Denise. So we're going to talk about belly bloat and heartburn, and probably everyone has experienced this at one time or another in their life. What in the world do you do? <laughs> well, one of the things that you have to recognize when you have it is whatever you ate, you did not break down. So you're not getting the nutrients from it. It's irritating the digestive tract, and it's basically food that is rotting, and because of that, you're getting the bloating, you're getting the heartburn, you're getting gas, and uh, it's simply just an irritant now rather than anything that actually was helpful to your system. So the best so you're thing not getting, that somebody can do you're is you're not one, getting any nutrients at all, correct? Not really. You have to be able to break that food down, and mm-hmm. uh, the the gas and the burping and and you know the indigestion <laughs> is simply your body's rotting food in there, and um, you're not getting nutrients from it. Oh, that's a tough one. Well, you know, the normal thing is to take an over-the-counter to get rid of the symptom. And, you know, not only does that get rid of the symptom at the moment, but it's not handling what's going on and why you're having the problem in the first place. So you're still nutrient deficient. And then on top of it, those things like Rolaids and Tums and Maalox, they alkalize your digestive system, thus once again, you're not going to absorb things in an alkaline environment. You always want your digestive system acidic so that you can break down what you're putting in. So how do you do that? (laughs) Well, the best thing that you can do is, one, recognize that possibly what you're eating is um, not getting digested. Is it just the food that you're not able to handle over and over and over again in your life? Or is it simply you've eaten too much and it's just too much volume? So you're digestive enzymes aren't uh, adequate enough to break down that food or is it uh, simply the fact that you aren't making enough digestive enzymes to break down the food so I've been a doctor for 28 years and I would say the most mm, common and popular um, nutrient I've ever given to any of them is a very high quality digestive enzyme because it's giving you more bang for your buck you'll break down your meal if you're actually able to 
uh, digest the different types of foods on the plate. Is there any specific age where individuals stop making hydrochloric acid in their stomach for digestion? You know, as we age, we do uh, decrease our production of many of those uh, processes in the body. Um, so, yes, age definitely has something to do with it, but there's no set age. What I've okay. seen over the last 15 years or so is the change of our food in, our, um, in this country has changed so much that even kids are having a hard time breaking down the food. So they're even oh, lacking no. digestive enzymes. Yeah, oh, which is, no. you know, why the the tiredness, the circles under the eyes, the chubbiness, a lot of it is simply the kids are eating foods they can't break down and and thus it's, you know, it's sitting in their bodies not really helping them. Oh, that's sad. It actually is. But, you know, we get this sort of reputation in this country of being the fat, lazy Americans, and really it's our food source that's actually causing it. So instead of, you know, having a whole show complaining about our food source, you know, what I do is, as a doctor is one by one, you know, change as many people's minds as I can and educate them that they really do need to just fight back in an area that they can. So, you know, taking a high-quality digestive enzyme, we use one called Absorbate, which I love because it does everything right. Um, it does help everyone break down what's on their plate. So that's how you're going to get the most nutrition you possibly can without having to go out and buy a vitamin for everything that you're missing. That's 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 a good thing. It is a good thing and super helpful. And you know, people that have been taking, you know, over the counter things for a long time, uh, once they start switching over to being able to break down their foods with the proper enzymes, it's amazing how much better they feel and you know, they have more energy and they're not you know, they're losing weight and their hormones are better and their skin is better and they don't look so mm-hmm. exhausted and it's simply they're not, you know, having all this stress on the digestive system. You know, it's funny. I, I remember when I was about 40 years old, I went to the doctor and she said, well, you know, your warranty, <laughs> your warranty is, <laughs> is almost up. And I said to her, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she, <laughs> I was going, Excuse me? And she says, well, what I'm trying to, to tell you, Denise, is that there's things you're going to have to start doing. You're going to have to start digesting your food properly. You're going to have to change your your nutritional diet. You know, and she went on and on and on. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I, I literally have been on digestive enzymes forever. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the smartest thing you can do. And the cool thing about it is, you know, you can take a – you know, one per meal, two per meal, three per meal, you really can't overdo them to, to speak of because if you're taking them even without a meal, it actually helps to break down inflammation in the body. So let's say you have sore joints, um, sore back, sore knees, or you've been flying and, you know, your, your body's kind of swollen. You can take digestive enzymes, this absorbate, on an empty stomach, and um, it will actually aid you tremendously because it gets rid of the inflammation and breaks that down. I, I never knew that. That's a new yeah, one for great. me. So, I've always and, you know, during Thanksgiving, been afraid to take it on an empty stomach, thinking, "Oh, it's you know, it's going to be acidic. It's going to upset my tummy." Yeah, well, you know, I mean, there may be some brands, and you know, that may bother you, uh, but they really are just 
enzymes, which will aid you in this, in this process. You know, during Thanksgiving, I usually put out a bottle or a bowl of these enzymes and educate everybody throughout the day. Hey, guys, take a couple, take a couple. <laughs> and, you know, while they're eating appetizers mm. and drinking wine and whatever they're doing, and then the yeah. food comes and then dessert, they're not all flicked on the couch at the end of the night because they're so, <laughs> you know, stressed digestively and, un, you know, doing their pants and belt yeah. buckles. And, you know, don't want to do anything at the end of the night. So these enzymes really make our parties a lot more fun. <laughs> That's a great idea. I think I'll do that. <laughs> I'm going to have a house full, so I'm oh, going to get some of that Absorbate. Yeah, that's good. I mean, the Absorbate has, you know, so many things in it. It has the ability to break down all the protein that you eat. So since protein is one of the most complicated foods that a person can eat, um, uh, it has a uh, pancreas in it, which breaks down the protein. It has mm-hmm. uh, a different enzyme in there that breaks down carbohydrates. It has an enzyme that breaks down the fats. It even has one to break down dairy products. So when you're taking this absorbate, you're breaking down all these different foods when you're eating this meal and giving your body a much better chance of uh, being able to digest it and get those nutrients. Because the only way you can ever get a nutrient into the body, quite frankly, is by absorbing. And if you can't mm-hmm. absorb, then you're going to be fatigued and, you know, getting diseases and having problems that, you know, may start as something that you're not really aware of that's, you know, something that's bigger. Anytime you've got a digestive stress or a digestive symptom, you're looking at future problems because it means you're not uh, getting the nutrition from what you should be and eating a meal. And I know um, on our last show, we talked about the the immune um, system coming from your gut. That's right. So, you know, the only way, once again, and I sound like a broken record in this area, but the immune system is going to be stronger and, and healthier when you actually get the nutrition in it to support it. So you can't just, you know, take a shot of nutrients and put it into your bloodstream through a needle every day. You can't bathe in the nutrients and expect to absorb them. You actually have to get them from the food that you're eating. So if you're eating poor quality food, you're definitely going to be uh, not getting good quality nutrients in. If you're eating mm-hmm. things from a box, a can, you know, you're not going to get the nutrition. If you're eating fast foods, it doesn't have high nutrition. So, you know, we have a little bit of a, you know, uh, thing to ourselves that we have to, you know, one, eat the good foods in the first place. And then once they're in our digestive system, be able to break them down. And, uh, you know, most of us aren't breaking our foods down properly. And most of us aren't eating perfectly anyhow. So let's get the most that we can and take these enzymes so that, you know, when you aren't, you know, following the most excellent diet that you could ever design for yourself, we'll get the most that you can from it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Again, you know, it takes it takes uh, dedication and motivation to do all of these things. It seems like it's so easy to just pop a pill. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like I'll just I'll just take take this antiacid and everything will be okay, and I can just move on. Well, it, you're right. It is simple to do it. The only problem with any drug that a person ever takes is for that drug to actually work, it has to rob from one other portion of the body for it to give you the release in the other. 
And that's most of the things that people don't understand when they're taking it. So when they are, you know, taking anything that's been prescribed or even over-the-counter stuff, um, it doesn't have this magical property to just go in and fix a body part. It actually has to wear out another system or stress another system, which is what side effects are. The side effects are simply we're stressing this other system, so these are the side effects you're going to have from the stress on this other body part. And, uh, you know, an antacid isn't fixing the real problem the other thing is if somebody is having fermented food sit in their gut and it's going into their esophagus, they've got a tremendously increased chance of having esophageal cancer because of the uh, constant barrage of the acid right at that area of the esophagus where it shouldn't be going back up into. So you can get rid of the symptoms, but you really want to get rid of the real problem so that you're not looking at future you know, disaster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty scary stuff. Yeah, just unwanted. So, and it can certainly be avoided. You know, all you have to do is just be a little educated and, you know, reach into your pill box and pop a couple of, you know, absorbids each meal you Mm -hmm. have. And lo and behold, you feel good and you're, you know, have better health. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know that you're a a big advocate of um, probiotics as well. Yes, I am. Simply, it helps to balance what's happening in the digestive tract. And, you know, a lot of us have been on antibiotics once, twice, and, you know, it's hard and pressed to find somebody who's never been on an antibiotic. Well, those don't just wipe out the bacteria they're trying to handle. Let's say if you have a a lung infection or an ear infection, it wipes out pretty much all your bacteria. When that occurs, you get an imbalance of the yeast in the system. So when you take a, a a probiotic, it helps to just recolonate what's been wiped out. It keeps things in balance and digestion. And, you know, you, you uh, pair that with taking these digestive enzymes and you start to have a real solid, uh, healthy digestive system. And, you know, out of the years that I've been a doctoring, I would say that that is the most important area that you take a look at with anybody. Number, number one, I treat a lot of um, people who have diabetes and and uh, fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue and you know, breathing problems and skin conditions. And uh, we fix the digestive system and get it to be the most efficient like it used to be. And now they have the ability to actually start handling what's going on and what's being less efficient in their system that's causing these diseases. they got to be so thankful to you for that. Well, it's a really good job. I'm very, I'm very happy I have chosen to do it because uh, I see a lot of changes with people. And um, if they follow what I ask them to follow, they usually get to see their health back mm-hmm. and more efficient system. So thanks. Yeah. I mean, there's anything more important than feeling good. Uh, a lot of times we get used to a new normal, but it's not where you really should be. In other words, where you could actually be functioning at 100%. You might be at, at 80%, and that's your new normal going, oh, I feel great. <laughs> it's absolutely true. <laughs> well, all you can do with anybody is simply get them to be more efficient. And, you know, you can't make it into a super bionic body. You can simply just give somebody what has been lost in function and help to get them back what they should have. 
you know, I have a lot of elderly patients who come to see me and many of them are over 80 years old, some of them in their 90s. And sometimes they're very skeptical that they can actually feel better because they think their reason for being sickly is because they're just old. And uh, it's just simply um, uh, they've lost function. So when you start to restore how the digestive system is working, how they're getting nutrition in and, you know, getting the metabolism working better, they get energy, they, you know, start to perk up, they sleep better, they're happier, they're, you know, so many things change when you just give them back their efficient body rather than just blaming it all on their age. Have you run across someone in that age category that's perhaps been a, a vegan most of their life? or a vegetarian most of their life? Do they have the same yes, they issues? Have. Well, the ones who have been doing it correctly are doing fine. But it's tough in this country to be a vegan or a vegetarian and do it the right way. Many people rely on just uh, the pastas and the breads and things like that rather than, you know, doing the extra work to soak the beans and legumes and, you know, really balancing what they're eating because, you know, there's countries like India that, you know, do this all the time and they prepare their food a lot different than how we do as far as vegans and vegetarians in this country. So the ones who are doing it correctly put a lot more effort and time into it and uh, they're doing just fine. Um, but most of them are, are struggling because they're going the easy way. Um, are you referring to perhaps um, fermented foods? That uh, they, fermented um, and also, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, that was that was it. I was just wondering okay. on the fermented yeah, part. Yeah, fermented foods, is, it's perfect. I mean, it's an easy way. It's, you know, it's a, a wonderful way to help with the digestive system. But what I'm mostly talking about is, you know, when people eat beans here, they open them up from a can of beans. The way that beans oh, really okay. should be um, made is they should have, you know, mm. the whole raw beans. They should be soaking them for a couple of days to release the enzymes and allow the sprouting process to occur. Then they can cook it in their meals, and it's a proper protein, and it's, it's easily uh, digested. But the way that we're doing it is, you know, open the can and throw the beans in the soup, or we're calling it a day, and that's, it's just hard on the body, and it's not okay. going to have all the nutrients you need trying to be a vegan that way. Gotcha. Gotcha. So then basically your, your answer was that, that people here in the U S even if they've been a vegetarian, a good part of their life, they still could have um, digestive issues. Yes, absolutely. And uh, hmm. you know, it's, it's just tough in this area. You know, it's, it, it is because it's not hard for our thinking to be, well, if I just eat a, a bunch of vegetables all the time and maybe take a few supplements, I'm going to be in the best of health. I thought that was how it should be. When I was a first uh, new doctor, I always thought that those were going to be the healthiest of my patients, and um, they are not. They definitely need the, the proteins and the, you know, the different aspects to a variety of foods, not just eating vegetables all the time. And what are your thoughts when um, individuals have their children um, eat strictly vegetarian? Same. If they're doing it correctly, it's perfect. They're healthy children. They're, you know, getting a full balance of everything. 
but you know when they're relying on the pastas and the breads and pancakes oh, and no, waffles no, no. and yeah yeah no, that's not. where you're going to have a kid that's just all carved out and you know full yeah carved out and unhealthy gotcha yeah I, I i get that completely and you know the other thing is the lack of diversity of the vegetables that we have in this country really harms us as well. I mean, if you've traveled outside of the country and seen what their markets look like, there's things on the in the stalls that you don't even recognize. And the really? amount of nutrients that that they're getting compared to what we are is amazing. I was in um, Dubai this year, and I couldn't believe certain things that I'd never seen before, certain dishes I'd never seen before made from strange vegetables and squashes and it was you know eye-opening from just huh. the area that you know we're we're so used to the standard ones that you know you can you know name probably eight standard vegetables we get in this country and there's true you know like 500 more that we don't even know about yeah that's a good point uh i have um some friends that are persian and they're um you know, they came to this country as maybe young adults from Iran. And, you know, they have their markets here in the U.S. And when you go into those markets and you see some of their vegetables, et cetera, you're like, oh, <laughs> what's this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even in Mexico, there's different things that, you know, we, we're not aware of and we're not eating very much. And, the, you know, even different fruits that people grow that we don't yes. have access yes. to. That's very true. It's very, very true. Mm-hmm. Oh, the world is an amazing place. It's wonderful. <laughs> There's no, it's really wonderful when you, can, <laughs> when you can travel. I imagine Dubai was quite an eye-opener. Ah! It, was, it definitely was. I had no idea what I was walking into. I had a certain mindset, and it was so completely different and so beautiful compared to what I, what I expected. And my daughter and I went, and we ate so much unbelievable food that when we came back here, we were definitely uh, having a hard time because nothing tasted quite as good as, as the fresh food that we were getting there. Oh my gosh. That's really interesting because they have to import everything there. They do, but they have so many um, people who only have vegetarian and vegan diets. So ah. they have to have a variety when you're at the different restaurants and hotels. It's not just you know, standard American fare, which they had that as well. But, you know, wherever they were getting the import from, they had to satisfy all these people that were coming to their country and, you know, eating three times a day. Uh, is it, was the food spicy that you ate? Uh, it just depended. Yes and no. I mean, you know, okay. the breakfast was amazing. So it was so many choices that there was no way you could taste everything that was, you know, oh my gosh. given to you in the brunch. In the oh buffet. My. I know, it was amazing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How fun. So, it was <laughs> fun. And, you know, we felt good because the food was, you know, so different and nice and clean. And, uh, you know, we weren't really overeating from that mm-hmm. aspect. And, you know, I always do travel with the with the enzymes anyhow, just in case, you know, you come across mm-hmm. something that deserved a few extra enzymes per your meal. Why don't you walk us through, if a uh, patient comes to your office and they have, um, you know, this belly bloat, heartburn, what is it that you're going to do, first of all, with them? 
Well, one of the things that uh, people are not aware of and no one likes when I tell them that they need to change this, but a lot of times because of the fact that they're doing certain daily habits that's contributing to why they can't digest properly. So pretty much every one of my patients um, goes off of um, coffee, tea, soda pop, and anything that's carbonated. And the reason being is if you put a, um, it, it alkalizes the digestive system. So it's sort of like taking a piece of steak and throwing it in a glass of soapy water. And the next morning, it just looks like a piece of steak in a glass of soapy water. If you put a piece of steak in a glass of vinegar, the next morning, it's going to look broken up and chowed up and sort of gross. Okay. That's how your digestive system should be. Mm-hmm. When you drink coffee, decaf or not, tea, soda pop or carbonated water, it changes your system into that soapy water situation. So when you're then trying to have a meal, you're not going to be able to break down your foods because you've set that up for the day. And I wish this wasn't true. I have about a cup, two coffees a week. I use them as a treat. And when I, you know, break that, I can definitely tell that I'm not doing as well as I should be. And Mm. I see it in my patients for all these years when they start going back into the, you know, even one cup a day, that's 365 cups of coffee in a year. And if they're doing two, boy, you're drinking a lot of coffee and you're definitely changing how your digestion works. So, oh my gosh. you know, that first and foremost, I do try to change. And keep in mind, I treat a lot of chronically sick people. So when they mm-hmm. come in, they're really at their wits end. They've seen everyone else. And when they finally end up with me, you know, they are willing to change what they need to change to, to um, feel better. So with that, we have them take, we take them off of that. I generally take mm-hmm. them off of most of their grains and uh, most of the dairy products. And I feed them mm-hmm. a lot of uh, protein from, you know, pretty much any source they want to get their protein from. Eggs, fish, chicken, turkey, mm-hmm. you know, beef is all fine. Lamb is fine with me. Um, they go on a lot of steamed green vegetables or squashes and, uh, and not a whole bunch of raw foods, not too many salads, not too much um, fruit. And by doing this, you're taking a lot of stress off digestion. They're taking the absorbate enzymes. They're breaking down their food. And, uh, you know, within three, three weeks to a month, they've lost anywhere from 8 to 18 pounds on average. They drink a heck of a lot of water, and they start to really feel good. The circles under their eyes start to change. Their belly bloat goes away. Uh, they have more energy. They're sleeping better. Their skin improves. And it's simply just really addressing the digestive system so that, one, they're putting the right stuff in. Two, they're not putting the bad stuff in. And then, number three, they're taking the enzymes so that that aids in the process of whatever they are putting in. They're able to get the nutrients from it. Hmm. It's probably now, you know, challenging a for them on what on what to eat. I would think. You know, if, it's if, not, if you take it's, if you take those things away, is it challenging? Well, it's challenging that they miss it, but there's so many things. I mean, they can have eggs till they're blue. That, okay. I don't even care if my patients want to eat bacon. They can have steak and chicken and fish. They can have you know soups. You know, if they're not made from you know a can and. Right. Uh, there's, you know, there's so much more variety than they're actually aware of 
that, uh, but they're just used to eating the same stuff and, you know, grabbing a piece of bread or some toast or a coffee in the morning and a donut Mm -hmm. on the way. And, you know, we call those unfoods. There's Mm -hmm. food versus unfood. Food is like taking a piece of fish and you take a look at that fish and it has healthy fats and enzymes and vitamins and minerals. And you put it up against a box of French fries. Those French fries are, you know, fats and and no enzymes and no minerals and no proteins, and uh, it will fill you up. It will make you feel full. You'll feel satisfied. Boy, they, they taste good, but it's simply just mass taking up room in the digestive system. When you eat fish, your body says, oh, my goodness, great. We can break this down. We have nutrients from it. We'll, you know, thrive from it as compared to when you eat a box of French fries or unfood, it actually takes your nutrients to break down that food because you're not getting anything from it. So it's sort of a negative effect as compared to anything positive or less than. That's that's kind of interesting. That takes your nutrients. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What I mean, food, you know, what I always look at our, have. <laughs> that's right. And, you know, I always look at it as, you know, if you've been raised, you know, with a, a decent diet and, you know, decent choices in foods and not just, you know, a bunch of fast food, you actually start to build up a reserve, like a, you know, an account in a bank. And, you know, times of stress and growth and hormones and, you know, all the different things that we can go through, you do use from those reserves. But if you're constantly sort of keeping up with what you should be doing health-wise as far as the foods you choose and, and breaking them down, you'll always have a reserve next to you. However, mm-hmm. what I've seen is anyone who's sick, anyone who's battling a disease, their reserves were used up long ago. And uh, uh, they, you know, and then they're relying on the meal that they're eating today for the energy tomorrow. And if they don't have any reserves left. So this is where we're in a bind. And, you know, I, being a doctor for 28 years, I say that because it, it's gotten a lot worse than it used to be. The food sources are different. The seeds are different. The soil is different. You know, we use Roundup and all sorts of stuff all over our our uh, our crops, and uh, it's not the same as it used to be when we were kids. And you know, when you do travel out of the country to some place like Italy, uh, that you know takes a lot of pride in their food and they grow, mm-hmm. even a salad tastes delicious. And it's not because of the salad dressing; the actual lettuce leaf tastes so yummy that you're you're sort of wondering how can this be so good it only has three ingredients on it and it's because mm-hmm. it's not from the US it was grown in italian soil and not a whole bunch of junk was you know done to it so i know so it's phenomenal are in this country. Yeah. It's, it's it's you know super sad but you just don't know because we've been americans and mm-hmm. you know you'd maybe dabble over into another country for a bit and taste their food and you come back and you're like wow <laughs> We're ripped off. Uh, it's like you're yeah. eating out of your mom's kitchen garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sad in a way. Really sad. It is sad, actually. Yeah, I, when I came back from Italy, I remember walking around the grocery store, and I was so upset and so mad because I knew anything that I was grabbing from the perimeter, which is where, you know, the fresh food is, yeah. wasn't going to taste anything like what I had just eaten there. and. You know, it took me some time to get over the <laughs> the being mad about it and wanting to move to Italy <laughs> just for the food. Well, you know, um, <laughs> uh, a lot of the uh, 
Canadian population um, will tend to grow their own food. And it, it's uh, true. I have a lot of Canadians as patients, and they have a lot stricter laws um, than we do as far as what they can do to their soil and, and to the, um, the crops themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they have these community farms, too. Where they'll grow oh, that's perfect. Um, organic, organic um, produce, et cetera. Well, the one so thing that pretty people aren't aware healthy. of is, is when you actually have minerals in the soil, that's what gives you the actual taste for the food. So mm-hmm. when you eat a tomato that tastes amazing, it's because there was minerals in the soil that that tomato was grown in, which is why mm-hmm. your mom's kitchen garden tomatoes are the best. So, yes, they're very you know, it's sweet. Changed a lot. Apples used to be amazing, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I lived in Chicago my whole life, and um, we used to go apple picking, and used to sneak in the garage and eat eight apples out of the bushel in a sitting. No kid in their right mind would eat eight apples in this day and age because they just aren't that good. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. the minerals in the soil that have changed what's happening, which then you know goes down to why are we unhealthy? Why are we struggling so hard with our health and our weights and our energy and it's you know this is where it starts and thus we the best thing that we can possibly do is break down what is being put in so that we're getting the <laughs> most that we can from the food that we're eating which is you know why I shove the digestive enzymes absorbate into my patient's you know mouths <laughs> constantly <laughs> make your little Christmas, your little um, holiday packages <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And there's stockings. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, stocking stuffers. Yeah, I again. could, I could, I could try that. I could just see the look on some of my family's faces. These are what? Oh well, I only pick those if I, if I, my stomach's upset. Uh, no, you take them so you don't have a tummy ache. Uh huh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, my family's used to me. They're all, they're all like soldiers. They follow the rules now. Uh, mine's just the opposite <laughs> I've been following all this stuff forever and you know they see that overall I'm really healthy but genetics is such that they, they're healthy too and they just do whatever they want <laughs> so, oh yeah you know, <laughs> it makes it well there is that tough, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm well, so thankful that they're all healthy you know but well, I rarely have a patient that comes into my office that says, I'm so healthy. I want to continue that way. I want to be your patient. That's mm-hmm. very far and few between. They might come in, you know, quite sick and not, you know, not certain no. if I'm even the right person they should be seeing. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> well, well, hopefully lots of people know. will will come We'll get a hold of you and come to your practice, and they can put it on their New Year's resolution list. That sounds perfect. I would love it. <laughs> so, so why don't you tell our listeners how that you can be reached and your website, et cetera? Terrific. My um, the website for the Absorbed is naturesources.com, and they okay. can get on and find out the different. Uh, forms that it comes in. It comes in powders and also the capsules. Uh, They can also call the 1-800 number, which is 1-800-826-1111. 
727-627-7656. And if they use the code radio, they can um, ask for some free samples or they can get 20% off their first order. And, uh, you know, I can't say enough about it. It's as good of a vitamin or, or a digestive enzyme that can possibly be made. And um, there's uh, a lot of different companies out there that, uh, you know, only a handful of them are doing it correctly. And Absorbabe, you know, I've backed for absolutely years because it's, it's done such a nice job with myself and my patients. Well, I'm definitely going to order some. I'll have it around. Give Perfect. It a- yeah, you should. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the best thing you can have, and it, it makes everything else work better. Okay. Well, good. So there's that. And then your um, your Wellness Institute is located in Florida. So if they wanted to get a hold of Correct. you, how do they do that? Uh, they they can call the office phone number, and that's 727-725-4445. Or they could get on the uh, Florida Wellness Institute website and um, and read a little bit about some of the things we've talked about here. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for your time, and I wish you very, very happy holidays. Well, thanks. You as well, and, and thanks for having me on your show. Thank you so much. Take care. You as well. Bye-bye. 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 All right, that wraps up our show for today. We will be back after the first of the year. So I'm wishing everyone great holidays. Enjoy it with your friends and your family and your activities. And most of all, please be well. Until then, bye-bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What?